Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, Janice Armstrong, you are my very, very first guest of the Race for the Ring. I'm so excited to have you. So I know all about you because you're a very dear friend. Mm-hmm. You started as a work associate. Mm-hmm. But tell all of our listeners a little bit about you, what you do in Philadelphia, and how we met through like sexy singles. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm a Metro columnist for the Philadelphia Inquirer. And um, at the time we met, I was actually with the Philadelphia Daily News. And we'd created this fabulous new feature called uh, Sexy Singles, where we were going to spotlight the hottest singles in Philadelphia. Now, the first year we did it, I was all by myself and found it really overwhelming. And you came along. I don't remember how it happened. And you began to help us out with the scheduling and finding the singles and getting the celebrities and taking it up to a level it had never been. So... uh and that was a fabulous project for the Daily News. It ran for 14 years. It was a big editorial component. We had a wonderful party afterwards. And um, after that was this was every year. It was and, so fun. Wasn't it fun? People were like vying to be in it. Remember, we used to do like scouting parties throughout the city. And we would, you know, people come with like their pictures or we had one of the photographers from the paper there and we're taking like headshots. So when we would go back and sort of like go through them all, almost like a movie. We audition hundreds and, and hundreds and yeah. hundreds would be going through and we would argue as to who should make it and who shouldn't. And it was always very controversial. And we had Eagles players. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't remember any 76ers, but we had uh, quite a few television personalities. Davy Jones. Oh, my gosh. From the, from the monkeys. Davy Jones. When he was Jones. alive. Yes. When he was exactly. living out in a ho- uh, he had a horse farm out in Bucks County, mm-hmm. I think. And, uh, you know, all kinds of interest and a lot of regular folks, people who drove SEPTA buses, mm-hmm. people who were teachers, people who'd never done any anything like this. And you'd always find these fabulous locations for us to shoot, like in Atlantic City, we'd be on the beach. And I'd be like, Mindy, what are we going to do? We've got all these people lined up to shoot in swimsuits. We're on the beach and it's raining. And you're like, oh. and you would like, it would wait. Somehow or another, the sun would come out and it would always work out. Yeah, we had some really fun times. But you know, what was the most interesting when we started the project we were both single. Yes, we so were. So let's talk a little bit about that because the show's about dating, yes. obviously. You're off the market. Yes. Lucky girl. <laughs> um, and you have a fabulous husband now for 15 years. He was like a brother to me, yes. Cam. Mm-hmm. Um, but you met him online. That's right. And back then, it was not necessarily like in vogue as it is now no. to go online. So tell everybody about your story because it's insane. Well, at the time, you know, we were doing sexy singles. Um, 
lots, I was dating lots of guys and I had this friend and I'm going to say, I'm going to name her, Anquanette Crosby. She's a TV anchor down in Washington, D.C. She just kept nudging me. Why don't you, she didn't like anybody I was dating. But Why? She didn't think anyone was right. And I was like, what are you talking like my about? Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I liked them all. She didn't like any of them. And she kept saying, why don't you try it? Why don't you try it? Why not? Why not? I had done it once before, met a couple of guys and it was fine. And then just moved on because I just figured I didn't really need it because I was, you know, think I thought I was doing so well on my own. But she pushed me and she pushed me. And finally, you know, I was dating about five different guys casually, you know, like going to the movies or whatever. Nothing serious. From online or just like organically just, just meeting? Just men I met, you know. Okay. Uh, being a reporter in Philadelphia. Yeah, living da- Living cool. in Center City. There were lots of lots of men around. But she, Uncle Annette didn't like any of them. So I, uh, she pushed me to put uh, an ad on Match.com. So I did. And uh got lots and lots of responses. And then I see my future husband's picture pop up on Match. And just like that, I knew. You did? I'm going to ask you about that in a second. But before we get to that, weren't you writing a story about this too? Like, Oh, that's right. Column? Yes, yes. I used to write about uh, dating and relationships a lot back then. And I figured at the very least, I could get a column out of it. Uh-huh. So, so of course I'd do it. I, you know. And what was it, $30 to get on Match back then? So I put a picture up, and then I see the picture of my husband pop through. You know, thousands and thousands, and I saw him, and I just knew. You know that term, Bishart? Yeah, that's Jewish. It is. Yeah. I knew. And what does it mean, Mindy? It's um meant to be, basically. It, yes. it translates to. Just like that. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. But in our, at the time, you know, online dating was so still new and sort of like this, almost like, fringe thing. And I thought, you can't really meet anyone online. So uh, you're very skeptical. I was skeptical. But you know, I decided what the heck, we were going to go bike riding for our first date. And we met behind the art museum in Philadelphia. I come with my bike. And he's there prompt. (laughs) Prompt Pete is always right on time. Standing there with his bicycle. (laughs) I come around the corner and I look and he is absolutely gorgeous. He's six foot three. I'm six two. So you know, I Height was a yeah very need, good looking. Need a tall man, and he had on these bicycle shorts, and he was really wearing these bicycle shorts. Ooh, His like whole that. bicycle costume. Now I just have on regular shorts and a t shirt. Yeah, but you can kind of get the whole scene. I got you know the whole I mean. scene. <laughs> I got the whole scene, and it was a fabulous front first date. Awesome. And, w- and we ended up getting engaged about eight or nine months later when we were on a bicycling trip in Tuscany, Italy. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's back up because we actually had a funny story about that too. So we. We were just chatting off air. I, at the time, when we first started Sexy Singles mm-hmm. um, together, was single, mm-hmm. as were you. And then, you know, we would get together, do meetings, etc. And then you were saying that we had like a little lull. I had then met my then husband. We were dating. That's right. Okay, and then I got engaged. We had, yes, I was about six months had gone by and we hadn't seen each other because the last I'd seen, time I'd seen you, you were totally single, just like I was. Mm-hmm. Then I see you later, and not only are you have you uh, got a boyfriend, you're engaged. I'm like Mindy, how does that happen? How do you just like meet somebody, get engaged, and uh, and you were like, it just happened, you know? And I don't remember exactly what you said, but I do remember that like a year later, was it a year later? Yeah, you were you were going to get married in August, and I actually yeah. beat you to the altar. You we got did. married. <laughs> and Mindy, you don't remember this either. We were sitting at a planning meeting for sexy singles, and I was telling you how I was going to uh, Italy on this trip with this man, and you said you're going to get engaged. I did. Yes, you did. Yes, and I was like, what? What? And I was like, it had never even dawned on 
it hadn't crossed my mind, and you were absolutely oh, right. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, I yes. did not know that. Yes, well, yes. He's great. So Thanks. let's just talk a little bit about the online thing for mm-hmm. just a second. The cam's obviously amazing. So, you know, the, there was no effort with that, to no, say wait, the wait. least. But did you date anybody else? Like, did you find it to be, like, a time suck, if you will? <laughs> no, because, you know, I put my pictures up there, and I met one guy, and that was the one I ended up getting married to. And listen, there were lots of other wonderful guys it looked like online. I didn't date them, but you know, I communicated with them. There was this one cardiologist in uh, Cherry Hill named Tony I always wondered about. I never got around to going out with him, because after I met Cameron, it was just like, we're off to the races, just like that. That's cool. But I it was, um, you know, back then, there wasn't a lot of game playing, I don't think, online. At least I didn't encounter any of that. Right. There were no, can you say Dick pics. <laughs> nobody you can say it. Sure. Nobody sent me anything like that. And all my friends who are online now. That's one of the things they complain about getting a lot of that. It's gross. Yes. That's yeah. what they complain about. I didn't see any. Why of that do guys think then. we want to see that? Like, honestly, because they want to see it. Like they want to see got, their own frontal or they want they want us to reciprocate. They want they want nice. To, they, this is what would turn them on. So they assume it will turn you on. So they really, I think they're really surprised sometimes when women are Guys, like, we don't want to see that. Yeah, we no, don't think that's cute. No dick pics, guys. No, no, no Not thank unless you. requested. <laughs> oh, God, no. All right, so let's turn the tables just a little bit. Um, so you met Cam mm-hmm. when you were in your 40s. You're mm-hmm. a little older than me. We mm-hmm. won't get into dating now. Like, yeah, d- let's not get into whatever. details. Like, no, we don't need to get into details. <laughs> but I'm in my 40s, mm-hmm. and this is my second time around mm-hmm. um, dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I you know... I have a lot to say about dating in your 40s but for good and bad, but just to give me the good in terms from a, the girl's perspective or the, you know, my perspective, I guess I should say. I think that you have more ground, you have more of a grounded idea of what you want, what your expectations are, what you're willing to accept. You're more confident. Did you find that in yourself? Like, you know, in your 40s versus when you were dating when you were in your 30s or even when you were just out of college? Oh, you know that 100%. And if a guy doesn't call you, when he says he will, who cares? It doesn't care. I don't who care. Cares? You don't care. You're secretly, I don't even remember. I'm you're like, okay. <laughs> you're secretly relieved. <laughs> yeah. But when that happened when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? Maybe he doesn't like me. By the time you're in your 40s, you're like, I don't care whether he likes me. It's what whether I like him. Totally agree. Yes. Totally. Yes. But why do you think that's the case? Because you realize it's not about pleasing a man. It's about them pleasing you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you getting what you want. Did you have any deal breakers when you were dating before him? <laughs> yeah, like things that you wouldn't accept? Um, a man shorter than I was. <laughs> a man who was shorter than I. Yeah, that was one of them. Well, yeah. Because uh, you, you want to be able to wear your heels. Yes. And another thing, this one was pretty serious. I, you know, guys who would be still married and trying to date. That, oh, my gosh. That's a whole other episode. Yes. Like, <laughs> or, or there's, And they would be like, I'm separated. And I were talking about that, my producer. Like, we have to do a whole episode. On, I can't tell you. I don't understand why. It didn't happen when I was mm-hmm. single before. Right. But now that I'm older... All these married men, like men in relationships, they happened on my vacation recently. Yes, I'm like, what the heck? No, I, I don't want to date you like with her, right? <laughs> right. Why? Right. Why is that? I don't know. I'm, like they, they, maybe they aren't getting along with their wife and they're separated or they're, sometimes they're even still in the house. No, they're still together. And they are like trying to date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I do think some 
they some they're having some success with it. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep trying. I That's think there true. are women for whom that is not a del- deal breaker. That that was a deal breaker for me, and I think I know that was a deal breaker for you. You wouldn't date anybody in no. that situation. Not at all. Not at all. No, I guess it's true. I mean, maybe some women like don't want the relationship, but they want all the benefits of having a relationship. If you get where I'm going, so <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so yours- maybe that would appeal to them. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. That's really it's really bad karma. Um, and I come at from a come at it from a spiritual perspective. I was always taught that that was like one of the worst things you could do. You just don't cross that line. No, I know. Yes. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I'm all down for girl, you know, sisterhood. Women kind of stick together. You can't do that to other women. I know. Uh, you, you know, what's even worse is when you're like told something and like it's not what you were told and they actually are still in a relationship. And like I, I always tell my girlfriends, do your homework. Yeah. Do your homework. It's not that hard to find out. You yeah. know what? You know what? Did you know? Verify, trust, but verify. Yeah, yeah. If they say the sky's blue, look out! Look out the window and see for yourself. Get That's his first true. name. His real. Make sure you have his real first name. Don't just take a nickname. Uh, and think that, you know, make sure you know his real first name and his last name. Get an address. Get all the information you can. Yeah. Subtly, of course. Don't just drill the guy like, you know, this it's a job interview or something. But get all the information you can and verify. I mean, this all this information is at your fingertips. And you can find it, out, find it out without even leaving your home. Yeah. And if someone is like being shady about their last name and they're not like sharing like, inst- like I don't know, social media handles or something. I mean, not that everybody's on social media. But with Google today, I mean, you could pretty much figure it out, I guess, you know. <laughs> Yes. But I will say, like, in my life, I've been burned before in that way. And um, it's definitely made me tougher and stronger and more guarded and less trustworthy, at least initially. Like, someone really has to prove themselves to me as opposed to just making empty promises, you know? You know, in the olden days, like, when you're, when you're younger and you're dating, you're dating someone from college. You know, you both go to the same school. You both, you know, from the same neighborhood. Yeah. When you date online and you're meeting people out here in the world, you don't know anything about them. You don't know their friends. So you got to do a little bit of homework. One of the tricks I used to do is say, hey, let me see a driver's license picture. Oh, that's good. Yes. Oh, I, ha- Were they willingly giving it up? Oh, they, you know, like when they pull out their wallet to pay the bill. Let me see your, dri- oh, what's your driver's license? Can I see your picture? Oh my gosh, you had a beard. And then meanwhile, you're looking to see if the last name matches the one they gave you and the first that's name. That's clever. That's mm-hmm. why you're a reporter, Janice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes though, in New York, they don't have it, but everybody has photo ID of some, some sort. Kind of, and let me like see their your ID. photo. You know yeah. guys are. Let me, you know, in that flirty voice, let me see. Yeah. Have you ever said, let me see to a guy who said no? I know. It's so funny. I was um, talking to, a, I don't even remember when, like a while ago, I was talking to a guy and like he wouldn't cough up his last name. So it was like, I'm out. Like mm-hmm. I ghosted that. It's funny. I just had coffee with a girl yesterday, um, like a colleague or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, she's single too. And we were just talking about like online dating and comparing notes about all of that. And she was like saying, well, at least because we got into the whole married thing. She's like, at least, you know, like at least 95% of the people online are single. And it was like a good point. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I guess that's true. Because if you go out, you know, they they even if they're married, they can take off the ring. Or if they're in a relationship, they may not share that, you know. So it's just crazy out there. And you could at least ask online very quickly. You're at a bar talking to a guy. Married men, happily married men will still stand there and talk to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my they, gosh. Yes. Yeah. And waste your time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there, you're making their night. <laughs> yes. Your friends are all looking. Oh, boy. <laughs> they, have, they may have no intention of following up, but they'll buy you a drink and waste your time when you don't. <laughs> 
What was your worst date? Do you remember? My, Not Cameron, but like, what? Who was your worst? You don't have to name their name, but like, can, does anything stand out? No, I think I've forgotten it all. It's been you so have, long. You blocked it out. Yeah, I guess I, one of my worst would be someone who maybe didn't show up. But you know, whatever. Oh no, no, big. I can't even remember. I can't even remember. Really? Mm. How about the best one and not Cameron? Ooh. Or maybe Cameron. Like give other uh, give us some like something to look forward to or like hope to like you know something to look look up to if you will. Well, you know, I think what the um, this was a great date. This was one of the best. Was our first date that we had after meeting on Match when we met behind the art museum. I think it was because it was so uh it was so, uh, yes, he was the right guy, but also it was just fun to ride your bicycle instead of sitting at a bar with some stranger making conversation. You're out, you're riding your bicycle. So it didn't even matter whether I liked him or not. It was going to be a fun date because it was my favorite place to ride my bike. It was a beautiful evening. Afterwards, we went and got a margarita at some outdoor you, restaurant. You were able to talk after. Yes. Right? You can't really, really have a full conversation while you're on a bike. Yes. Right? Right. I mean, I, I we, ta- we rode sort of, sort of leisurely and chatted a little bit. And then we went and had a margarita. And then we had to bicycle the rest of the way. And we stopped and got a water ice. And then he walked me to my door. And he gave me this hug goodnight. And it was electric. And I remember thinking it was like one of those hugs. You ever get one of those hugs where it's like, wow. Yeah. And I remember looking at him like, oh, no, this is, this is the end of this date. And I remember backing up and going into my apartment building and locking the door and then peeking out and watching him kind of go away. Because it was like one of those hugs that you don't really want to let go of. Was it just a hug? It was just a hug. That's it was, sweet. But actually. it was electric. It was electric. And I think what made that date so fun, besides the fact that he's such a great guy, was, you know, it was low stress. I wasn't all dressed up. Yeah. I had on minimal makeup. I had on some sneakers, some cheap cotton shorts and like a t-shirt, pale blue shorts and a white t-shirt from Target, I think. And um, it was like, it was low stress and it was easy and it was just fun. I always advise people, like, do something low stress. Whatever you do, don't go to Starbucks and drink coffee because that makes you... Get too on true. edge. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's very true. I someone I suggested a coffee date once to somebody, and like, are you giving me a job interview? <laughs> like, well, maybe. No. Right, right. <laughs> Do something kind of fun that that makes you loosen up and makes him loosen up a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good advice. Uh-huh. So, what? How did you know he was the one? How did I know he was the one? It was just felt like there. This is the guy. I just knew it. I I can't really describe it. You just had that feeling I just in, your, knew. in the pit of your stomach. I just knew. And I kind of just pushed it away because I thought this is absolutely ridiculous. I haven't even met this man. And but it seemed like dating for me was confirmation one thing after the other. When we heard when I first time I heard his voice on the telephone. Yeah, he's a yes. nice voice. Yes. And just one thing after the other. I just the, the, the layers of the onion peel back. I liked more and more that I saw. That's so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's still peeling back. I mean, it's good. It's been good. So I urge people I you know when you're in your 40s and you've done everything you you know you've got the career you've done everything else you got your head your got your education you feel like now it's time and you're just determined to make it happen and you can make something happen wait until it's right really wait until it's right because when it is right it's 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 real you'll be glad that you did and not just stay in a complacent situation right or have like a, no uh, like a, a placeholder because you can't be alone like because then you're wasting time and you're not going to be with a person that you really should be with right and that feeling of knowing it's not right 
you know, we've talked about this before. When everyone else is walking around like, oh, it's wonderful, it's outstanding, it, you have it all, and, you ha- and deep down in your heart and your soul, you know you don't yeah. have it all because this is not exactly what you want. Yeah, I had that before. Yeah. It's hard. It's very, very hard. And then especially if the person's not a bad guy, mm-hmm. but you you know he's not your, you, not exactly what you're looking for. Right. So. Or it's not the best compliment to your soul. Maybe not the best all compliment. the other, other yes. stars That align. makes it so yeah. hard, especially if he's not like a total, you know, jerk or anything. And it's yeah. just not the one. Yeah. That's tough. So did your girlfriend approve? Yes, she, she did. did. Yes, you got she the stamp did. of approval. <laughs> yes, she I did. guess you have to say that though. Now <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth though. She's yeah. it's the only one she's ever liked. I brought him to the newsroom and uh, to a party, and uh, everybody liked him. Nobody ever liked that. Never happened when I would bring guys around. Really, usually the office uh, editorial assistant who would like. Was, she was like the newsroom mom, which she whispered, don't bring him back. Really? <laughs> yes. And it, people they were like, that bad? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He's the only one my friends liked. He's the only one, you know, my family, everyone in my family liked. And he's the only one that the people in the newsroom liked. He really, really was the only one. He's a good guy. Yes. Yes. Remember when we did our uh, race in Disney together and he like came and he was like drove us at four in the morning. <laughs> Yes. And he t- took us around. Yes. It was so sweet. Yes. And you were riding in the back of our um our sprinter van and we forgot you were back there a little bit because all of a sudden we hear this, oh, because <laughs> you weren't on a seat and we got around a corner. I fell off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember that. That, that was, was a lot funny. of fun. We we're doing the Disney half marathon. That was so, so fun. It's kind of like the race for the ring, right? So what would your advice be as we wrap up? Like, like I always want to ask like my, my guest host. I'm not like calling that you're just the guest or hosting with me. Like, what would your advice be to the dating divas out there um, for their 20s, 30s, and even like 40s and above? Well, definitely be online because you can meet more people online than you'll, than you'll ever meet in your own, you know, at work or in your own social circle. Because at work, it gets difficult sometimes. Yeah. And socially, you know, you don't want to roll up on someone's husband or on a married man or something. Definitely date online. Bumble. Hinge. My friends are having good success on those sites, having a lot of fun. So definitely be online. A lot of my, some of my friends who won't do it, I predict they're going to be single well into their sixties and seventies. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So be online. Do online dating and realize and don't worry about what other people are doing. Other people may be married. They may have kids, whatever. You know, your, your race may be different. Run your own race and you can meet the man of your dreams in your 40s. You can meet the man of your dreams in your 50s. I have a friend who married the man of her dreams when she was 63 years old. Really? Her high school boyfriend circled back. He'd gone off. He'd become a big uh, doctor, an uh, orthopedic surgeon. Mm -hmm. And he and his wife had gotten divorced. He'd been valedictorian of her high school. He'd gone off to uh, Princeton, Harvard and Yale. And she'd sort of her life went a totally different direction. Well, after his marriage broke up, he went to their reunion and asked about her. Wow. And um, came to visit for a week. And uh, she went to visit him. And at the end of the week, they got married. That's amazing. And they've been married almost 10 years now. That's a great story. Yes. And she was 63. And he was her first love. Really? Her From first before? love. before? Yes. They went to the prom together in That's 1968. Sweet. That's a great story. You should pitch that to the New York Times. Sorry to switch gears with the New York Times. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't help myself though. You know how they do those like marriage stories. Yes, oh, so modern sweet. love. Yeah, exactly. You can see it on on Netflix too now. Oh, they've really? got a series now. It's really really good. Modern love, and it's on Netflix. All right, that's fantastic. Well, that's great advice. So Virginia says, girls, guys, get online. Definitely, and, and don't forget you're running in your own race. That yes. is really the moral of this of this show is sort of to give everybody insight. You're not in it alone. Right. We're all in it together, swimming in the sea, looking for love. Thank you so much, Janice. I'll have to have you come back. Oh, I'd love that. Thank you so much. Congratulations on this podcast. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.